Hello, my wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Krita, your host, and I'm very happy to be with you today. Thank you for tuning in. And we're doing this because uh, of so many messages coming uh, from you and uh, being part of this program. And I'm inviting you again today to be part of the program with us because we have a very special topic for the whole week, actually. And today is not exception. Very important one. Please stay tuned with us. And um, I'm inviting you to be part of the program by sending a text message with your question or comment in regard to our discussion. The number where you can send that uh, request or message you like to, to share with us, it's 0488-880-811. On the same number, we are going to give you a nice book today, our free offer for, uh, for the day. Have that uh, number saved there. I'm delighted to welcome our co-host today also. And uh, Tracy, it's good to have you with us. Hi, Nick. It's good to be here again. And hi to all the listeners. Now, as I mentioned uh, quite a few times, and uh, Tracy is a regular uh, co-host, uh, particularly on Fridays. Uh, uh, and Tracy is worshipping with the Seventh-day Adventist Church here in the beautiful city of Adelaide in Brighton region. And uh, I know, Tracy, that uh, lots of things going on that there in Brighton. And uh, Gary Hochikan is your pastor, which is one of our uh, uh, hosts also here and uh, coordinating uh, drive time uh, program. Uh, what's new at Brighton? So I mentioned last week and I'll mention it again. We've got a, a lovely seasonal craft uh, workshop that takes place on Wednesdays um, from 1230 to two. Uh, and uh, if people are interested in that, um, they can come along um, at that time. Um, so, so, so yes, uh, just we try to um, do things that can involve the community, you know, mm. I find these days, and years ago I used to actually work on a counselling phone line and one of the things that people actually suffer from often is loneliness. Mm. So, you know, um, having these little workshops and things is a way to kind of offer opportunities for the community to, to connect. So mm. if that's something, if you're available and that's something that's right up your alley, then then, then please reach out. And uh, we're at 10 Amelia Street, Hove. So uh, we'd love to have you come along. And obviously this is uh, for the listeners here in South Australia, oh, yes, in Adelaide sorry. in particular, <laughs> but that's okay because uh, we are maybe, we may encourage other people in other parts of Australia to do similar things. I'm pretty yes. sure that there are um, in our churches because what I like about the Seventh-day Adventist Church, we have a lot of programs uh, for the community um, and we like to have people uh, engaged, involved in uh, in these programs, and uh, if you feel like to be part of a community, we encourage you to search for a Seventh Day Adventist Church in your area. Uh, there are lots of things going on. We have a uh, lots of uh, Adra shops and uh, uh, op shops and all those things. You and know what's Adra? Adra, good question. Do you want to share? Do you know what's the name of the Adra? Uh, I think it stands for Adventist Development. 
and relief relief agency agency yeah Beautiful. so it's basically the charity arm of the seven day adventist church and it's very well known uh, worldwide you know and we well, do a lots of uh, work and support with the governments also through di- this natural disasters and all other needs you know nick we do do a lot of work worldwide but i find in the community i've found this because once a year we have a a, a not through COVID, but we we traditionally have a in um, October we have an opportunity to go out to the community and and raise some funds for Adra. Mm-hmm. And I have found myself that actually um, amongst the community, many people haven't heard of of Adra. So that's why I thought it was important for us to dispel that spell that out a little bit mm-hmm. because although we do so much good work here and worldwide um, not necessarily is is that name known mm. so mm. so uh, now you're so, right yeah. you're right and uh, um, yeah we need to to just talk any uh, I mean any opportunity we have yeah but Tracy let's get into the uh, subject um, uh, today and particularly for as I said for the whole week we were looking into this the Bible the church and the environment we tackle some of the subjects uh, like is there danger in worshiping the creation rather than the creator and that's also in line with what happens uh, right now actually the cop um, 26 still uh, on i think just finishing um, as we talk and um, another topic we we looked at was uh, why one want green uh, political solution work or is laudata laudata how you say that in english laudata si laudato si laudato si because you speak italian you <laughs> see uh, and that's good to have uh, an italian um, you know uh, speaker. speaker here uh, is that a positive contribution to the environmental discussion we're asking this question, you see, because uh, it's very important to um, be on the page, you know, on the right page with what what's going on in, in the world today. And just the other day, uh, we asked, is there a better way? And what's that better way? And now, if you miss some of these programs, you can easily find them if you go to our website, faithfm.com.au. But even more easier, if you download our Faith FM app, Faith FM Australia. Make sure that's Faith FM Australia because otherwise if you just say Faith FM may take you to America or uh, another Faith FM. But download Faith FM Australia on your device and you can listen back to these programs on or other beautiful uh, you know programs which we produce here on Faith FM. Today we are going to look at um, uh, would it be better to simply start again? Oh, this is a big question today, Tracy, and I'm looking forward to to look into this uh, a little bit uh, more as we go, because it's important to to have the understanding, you know, of what that means, you know, to to have a better way to start again, and we have that, you know, every year almost, you know, and the new year approaches again when people have new resolutions start again and in the next two three months most of them fail and it's believed that more than 80 percent of the new resolutions just fail Uh, and that's how it is but we are going to talk a little bit more about that would it be better 
to simply start again. Please stay with us on uh, on this one and ask a question or come with a comment on the phone number which we provide, which you can send only a text message. You cannot call us on that one, but you can s- send a text message on zero four double eight double eight zero eight double one. Now I'm trying to get online also uh, one of our also. Um, uh, Contributors, uh, contributors. Uh, David De Lima from uh, Family Voice uh, Australia. Let me see if David uh, hears us. Yes, Nick. It's great to be with you and Tracy once again. Hi, David. Oh, good to hear you, David. Uh, and uh, just to mention that uh, David De Lima is the director of Family Voice Australia for South Australia and Northern Territory, joining us uh, usually on Fridays. And uh, now again, over the phone, through the phone, uh, because you are still in Port Augusta. I hope that you'll be uh-huh. with us in the studio, but uh, hey, you have a good time there in Port Augusta. Yes, and I must say it's been raining here really constantly for the past couple of days. Beautiful. Maybe the rain holds you back there. <laughs> <laughs> David, um, what does the Bible say about destruction and recreation? Mm. Let me ask you this yes. question first. Yes, yes. Well, the book of Romans is very helpful for us as we consider this question, because it says that creation has been frustrated, and it's been frustrated by the one who subjected it. And the reason for that is that the hope is that the creation will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. Mm. So creation is waiting for the sons of God to be revealed. That passage in Romans 8 is very, very arresting because it really means that while, yes, we are to be good stewards of creation, we recognize that God himself is frustrating creation. And the reason he's doing that is that we will turn to him Mm. and then ultimately he's going to destroy the earth and he's going to recreate the earth. All right. Well, um, should Christians... You know, Christians simply wait for God to destroy and recreate the world? That's what, what well, your point on this? Yes, that's a, that's a good question, Nick. We are called to be stewards and we're to be found working. And God has given us a marvelous creation to tend. And we should do all that we can to repair. But we recognize that God himself is the great renewer, the great repairer, the great redeemer. And so while we should be careful to manage creation, because it's not our position to do the destruction, Mm. it's God's position, and it's not our position to do the frustrating, that's his role, Uh, we are to be found as good stewards. And the scriptures condemn those who destroy the earth. So our friends who have been meeting in Scotland recently, coming in from all over the world to discuss climate change and the future of the world, they, they are really onto something there. But they need the full revelation of God to understand what's going on. Mm. Because because if God himself is frustrating creation, then we've, we've got to accept that as the reality. We do our part as good stewards, but we recognize that ultimately he will solve the problem. Well, it won't be a conference. It won't be a treaty. It won't be emissions targets, valuable though some of those things may be. He himself, in his own time, will destroy and recreate. And the, the book of Revelation is very helpful there. I might just read a few words there from... Sure. It's right at the end of the New Testament, chapter 21. And 
the writer there says, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Mm. So this is a great hope that we have there from the scriptures, Nick and Tracy. Mm. Uh, that's beautiful. And uh, David, as you um, brought us to Revelation, we were just looking at each other here because we are planning to talk about that also. It's amazing how the Holy Spirit works, you know, uh, mm-hmm. even though we, we, we haven't talked about these things and uh, we're thinking on the, on the same, um, uh, you know, page. Um, now, while you, you, you mentioned, you know, this um, COP26. Uh, I was going to ask you a question a bit later, but probably it's better maybe even to continue now on that one. What do you picked up from this uh, so far? I mean, uh, from this uh, session? And is that something which really stood out for you there in relation to not only, you know, as uh, a secular point of view, you know, but also Christians involved in here, because there will be positions here, not only from the political uh, parties, but uh, also religious parties, too. That's right. Well, as I say, they are onto something, because all human beings surely must appreciate the goodness of this wonderful planet that God has made, and none of us are comfortable with the way in which so many species have become extinct and we were all concerned about pollution, we get that. But unfortunately, it's most risky when we rely upon ourselves. And what we need is a a theology of creation and redemption and recreation Mm. where we exalt Christ in the process because if we don't do that, then we will be relying upon our own understanding And that invites divine retribution, but also it's going to fail naturally because we know that human beings will inevitably get things wrong. Mm. Uh, When we remove Christ from the picture, we're in trouble. So there's been a huge frustration coming out of the conference because it's not moving fast enough for some people. It's moving too rapidly for other people. They can't both be right. So where is the mind of Christ in the matter? That's the question for us to consider. And I I think our churches really need to look at the scriptures afresh and seek the Lord's leading because Christian people should be informing such conferences, especially with the hope that we have, not only that Mm. we're called to be good stewards, but that God himself will sort things out. And, And he himself has frustrated creation, and therefore we shouldn't be surprised. And In a sense, we are enormously relieved by that because none of us can fix the planet. Yeah. (laughs) But we can all preach the gospel and we can all share the message of Christ who himself will recreate as he did at the beginning. So (laughs) history, history both begins and ends 
with creation. Yeah, no, that's right. And I was going to ask you um, a question, but you, you alluded to this. Uh, but just again, if you have anything to add on this, uh, uh, what are Christians, uh, you know, the Christian, res- Christian responsibility to the planet? Mm-hmm. Well, it's to do everything within our power. Uh, with the wisdom of Christ, but not relying on ourselves or relying on on our own understanding Mm. or even being uh, arrogant and proud about the matter, but above all to seek the Lord for his deliverance and to introduce people to the plan of salvation because no matter how much we might tend the garden, which is a good thing, it will be destroyed. Mm. And... Uh, The same is true of of our bodies, which are really a a parable about all of creation, because uh, we we ourselves are put to rest in the earth when we die. Uh, We pass on. And that's that's the phrase that's used in Revelation, uh, that that the first earth has passed away. It, it It sounds like, you know, a human being has passed away. And in the same way that we entrust ourselves to God in death, so too we have to entrust the cosmos to God in its death and then await its rebirth. That's beautiful. Uh, David, thank you so much for coming with us again uh, today and sharing with us in this regard. I always like to uh, to say this, that uh, I appreciate so much and we all appreciate uh, your work, you know, going around all uh, uh, around churches and groups, you know, and stand for uh, some difficult uh, Issues, you know. Uh, I know you are very um, strong on uh, keeping the family, you know, united and uh, stand tall for some of the yeah. things which, um, unfortunately, uh, our leaders, you know, political leaders of this world, they are not um, understanding, you know, uh, what sort of impact can have on society. Uh, yes. And uh, I mean, even these things with uh, with this you know, conference here at Glasgow. Uh, yeah, people can talk, discuss, but in the end, it's about uh, each one of us, each of us individually uh, to be responsible for what we do, even for this planet Earth, which God entrusted to to us all exactly to, to so, take yeah. care. And yeah, I really appreciate your work, uh, David. Uh, thank you for thank sharing you, today and looking forward to, to have you back with us uh, when that's possible. Oh. I'll definitely be in the studio next Friday. All right, then. Okay, until then, may God bless you and take care. Thanks. Thank you, Nick. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. In the beginning, into the darkness, the Spirit's moving. Upon the waters, you spoke the words. Let there be light Out of the chaos came the promise The universe rose and applauded When you commanded the newborn sun to rise You are the day spring You are the morning star Creation splendor speaks of who you are You are salvation You are the joy of the earth Restoration comes, hope of the broken world 
Into my weakness, into my darkness Your spirit's moving upon my heart And you speak the words Let there be light Into my chaos comes your promise The new is rising, the old is passed on You are reviving and making all things right are the day spring you are the morning star creation splendor speaks of who you are you are salvation you are the joy of the earth restoration comes hope of the broken world You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and uh, Tracy Papandreou. Uh, we are talking today about uh, would it be better to simply start again after the whole week uh, talking about the Bible, the church and the environment. Yes, Tracy, that, uh, as David just uh, pointed out, you know, um, it's very important to, to have a good understanding and uh, understand on uh, all these aspects. Let's um, talk a little bit together uh, today on uh, the topic. I, again, I'll mention this one if uh, some of our listeners may just uh, uh, tune in a bit later. Mm. We are talking today about uh, would it be better to simply to start again? What do you think uh, we have got ourselves in such a bad state, Tracy? Would it be better then to start again? I mean, because as you look at this world, uh, we understand that yeah, it doesn't look too good. Yeah. Um, in our humanness, that seems like not, not such a bad idea, but I enjoyed your analogy um, 
about New Year's New Year's resolutions and the fact that about eighty percent of them, uh, while they start off great, you know, before very long, you know, they're long gone over the hor- horizon. Mm. Um, and and so you know, the best of intentions. Um, Sometimes you know they're just not followed through with, and so we don't see the the results of it. So let's let's have a look at at our options for starting again. So the the um the term reset gets used mm. a lot right now, um and and yeah, I guess you could say this is an opportunity for individuals and countries to. Take time to reflect and to have a bit of a, a time to refocus. I think, as uh, David alluded to, you know, um, we can all take a look and reflect on our own situation. Say, what could I myself be doing differently? Um, and obviously, at COP twenty six, that's what countries are actually doing now. They're they're looking at. Um, what they might be able to do differently to to make an an impact. Mm. There's also other things going on about looking at starting again. You know, obviously starting on a new planet is also an option that's being looked at with this new focus on space exploration. That's, and and that's the other day was on. another launch, you know, into the space, you know, mm. and uh, lots of uh, thoughts, uh, lots of comments uh, about this. Yeah, yes, you're right. Mm. Yeah, and and I found it quite interesting uh, while researching. I was reading a Time magazine article which quotes, and that was from April this year, and it uh, quotes a, a Guardian, which is a, a newspaper article, by um, uh, journalist Nicholas Russell, and he actually, in his um, article, he cites a University of Arizona proposal to send to s- send seed, spore, sperm, and egg samples of 6.7 million terrestrial species to the moon as a sort of space ark in case life on Earth should come to an end. Wow! So you know. Um, Man is putting his eggs in all different baskets because he just doesn't know how it's all going to work out. And then there's a third option with uh, uh, how we might start again, and that's God's plan. And as David alluded to, he does have a plan Mm -hmm. for a new earth, a new heaven and a new earth. And um, I'm backing that one myself personally. Um, But, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think um, when the creator's involved, we can have more confidence. Um, but certainly, um, there's 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 uh, there's nothing wrong with wanting to individually look at what I can do, mm. um, make sure I'm doing the best I can with my own efforts for um, reducing waste, etc. Nothing wrong with countries uh, looking that as well. But um, man is man and God is God. Wow. Wow. Now, you mentioned about uh, some options. There are three options you you mentioned. that. Uh, so maybe uh, it's uh, it's better to have a closer look yeah. at uh, each one of uh, these options and, uh, and discuss a bit further. What do you think? Yeah, sure. So the first one I talked about was us fixing the earth here. That's what's going on at, at, at COP. And, and and I started with talking about individuals and uh, looking at what we can do. So, um, you know, just just I'll, I'll give my own example there. So um, 
I keep my soft plastics mm-hmm. in a bag underneath my sink at home. And I often on Fridays, I've got, can't, if I've got time, I take it down to the council once the bag gets big. And I live on my own. And I've, I've become quite surprised at how much plastic one person can accumulate. And, um, you know, I thought to myself recently, I thought, this is, this is just not good. And I don't think I'm, you know, I'm, I buy any differently mm. to, to, to anyone. But um, I actually went and I searched out and I found a place where I can buy all of my nuts and my grain and lots of many products that, that, that I use a lot of and I can just buy them, you know, buy the gram however much I, I want so I don't have to buy in a piece of plastic, mm. you know, and that's my little way of making one step, going one step forward to to reducing my waste and so I just invite you know there may be people who are really really good at that right now um, but just invite everybody while COP26 is on to take the time to stop and think you know what can I do differently but does my impact make make enough difference you know um, and we're constantly told that we should be doing the right thing, but it's not individuals that are making the difference. What, you know, the cows get a bad rap because they're the ones who who are also, um, you know, making a difference. And I would just put there, you know, for people who are worried about the environment, well, maybe thinking about vegetarianism might be something to think about as well because that would reduce the need for the amount of cattle that is grazed, the amount of methane in our environment. So that's just another thing. But at COP, they're getting into the serious stuff. They're looking at the serious Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, One of the good things that came out today, and, you know, they're wrapping up up today, I'm thinking, looking at the time here, it's 5.30 here, so it's probably, I think, 7.30 a.m. in the morning over over there. Um, so they've got their last day coming up where they're actually going to be, they've got, a, I think, a six or seven page draft document mm-hmm. that they're actually all working on finalising all, all That will be that. interesting to to see that, uh, yeah, what that will uh, comprehend. Yeah, exactly, exactly. As as was mentioned, you know, there's some countries who n- not happy that 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 it's not going uh, d- further far enough. There's other countries who are saying, hey, you know, we can only go this this far. Um, uh, but one of the big things that came out this week was. Well, it was lauded that America and China, who are the two biggest emitters, they've now come to agreement. I want to put mm-hmm. come to agreement in inverted commons because um, as much as everyone's kind of doing a little bit of a dance about it, it seems when you look at the details, the details of the agreement are actually very loose. It just says we're going to do some concrete things together. I think um, they say they're going to meet regularly. Um, that's probably... a about all of the um, – there's not too much detail in it. So um, I personally don't really want to um, do too much of a dance about that. There's also, too, that there's um, – we know there's the row between the rich and the poor countries. The poor countries say the rich countries should pay because they are the ones who started polluting earlier. The rich countries don't want to admit their responsibility as um, they don't want to open themselves up to being sued. So there's all of that going on. Um, there's the idea that tariffs may be imposed on those countries' imports 
um, for those countries that that are not seem to be doing enough and so there's the idea that at some point in time legislation might need to be introduced to force people to adhere to the desires of the world community just reminds me that mm. when man's involved <laughs> you know we can't always expect perfection and it it makes me think of some scriptures so Proverbs nine mm. says, The heart of the man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. We're trying to work on fixing creation, and and the person who is the author is is not even, or the creator is 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 very much not part of this. Yes. Another another scripture, Proverbs nineteen twenty one. There are many plans in a man's heart, nevertheless the Lord's counsel. That will stand. So we can plan Amen. whatever we want. But And then James four thirteen to 16. Come now, you who say today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So I sometimes think, I wonder what God is thinking when he looks down. He might be thinking that the intent Intentions of man are good to try and fix the problems, but um, it's sad that that he's not part of it. Now there may be individuals yes. who who yeah. are praying, but um, you know the idea of starting again all over on another planet. What about that? I just have my ask myself: Would it actually make a difference if man is involved? Could we learn from our mistakes? So we might know, okay, we don't do that with carbon and we don't do this and we don't do that. But unfortunately, man's heart, when it is not convicted, is is wicked and has the tendency to want to think of self, to want to uh, profit for oneself. And so, you know, it might be um, fatalistic, Looking, but mm-hmm. I kind of think, you know, I feel like we'd probably just do it all over again. Just we'd have different things going on. Jeremiah seventeen five says, "Thus says the Lord: Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord." And certainly, the the populations of the planet have departed from the yes. Lord in general. And as I referred to about the heart, Jeremiah seventeen nineteen, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Without a converted heart, we're likely to go exactly down the same track. And there's so much politics involved in this whole COP26. Um, you know, there's all of the jostling, you know, each country thinking of its own situation, yeah. you can understand. But there's even, I was looking at some of, I was looking at the website the other day, there's even the topic of gender has come, mm. come into it. They had, I didn't know, this gender day where they were looking at the climate objectives, but from a, um, Gender perspective, you know, making sure that, you know, women uh, were involved in a certain percentage of all of these things, which in itself is not bad, but it shows me how easily the agenda of climate can then begin to envelop to a lot of other lots things. of things, which and I mentioned a bit earlier, uh, the, uh, 
David was talking about that uh, uh, even a very religious uh, approach there yes. too, uh, which we don't hear probably much yet, but um, I'm pretty sure that will come It's out. Coming. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, uh, with, with these things, you know, uh, you're saying that uh, the big problem is that God is being left out of the discussion. That's what you, you're saying yeah. here. Yeah. And, um, Yeah, well, well, what's your view well, on that? He's creator, you know, but most of humanity doesn't want to accept that, you know. A man's, as David referred to, you know, man's been given the responsibility to tend to the earth and everything in it, but unfortunately sin and the desire for more, never being satisfied enough, is what's led to this situation. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Hey, uh, time is going very fast uh, today, but uh, we promise that we'll uh, give away a beautiful book to our listeners. And uh, we are about to take also a short break here. Uh, the book which we have in hand for you to to receive from us, if you send a text message to 0488-0811, the book is called Hope for a Helpless Planet. Jesus is coming soon. Amen. And uh, this is very important to to keep in mind. Now, there may be people who don't believe in, in that, mm-hmm. but all the signs of this world points to that. Even uh, skeptics, even uh, non-believers, uh, atheists, they all realize that something is going on. They They talk about certain things, resources, all the things which we may run out, which the Bible pointed out to these things before. Uh, it's it's a very good book. Uh, we'll like to give it to you today. Please send us a message on zero four double eight double eight zero eight double one, and we'll come back with uh, promoting this uh, offer to you after the song which I prepare for you. Now, I usually don't do this to play a song twice in the same program. But today I will do that because also at the beginning we have a bit of a glitch there at the beginning, but this song is so, so beautiful. beautiful and appropriate for our discussion. Mm. It's called Hope for a Broken World by Shelah. Please stay with us and we'll be back uh, shortly. In the beginning Into the darkness, the Spirit's moving Upon the waters, you spoke the words Let there be light Out of the chaos came the promise The universe rose and applauded When you commanded the newborn sun to rise You are the day spring You are the morning star Creation splendor speaks of who you are You are salvation You are the joy of the earth Restoration comes Hope of the broken world darkness, your spirit's moving upon my heart and you speak the words let there be light 
into my chaos comes your promise the new is rising the old has passed on you are reviving and making all things right you are the day spring you are the morning star creation splendor speaks of who you are you are salvation you are the joy of the earth restoration comes hope of the broken world arise shine the glory of the lord is risen back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and uh, Tracy Papandreou. Uh, we are talking today about uh, would it be better to simply start again after the whole week uh, talking about the Bible, the church and the environment. What a beautiful song, Tracy, just uh, before. Uh, very, very suitable for this subject uh, called Hope from the Book. Bo- for a broken world. Yes, absolutely. I, I actually wanted to write down who who sang that because that's a, a lovely song. I'd like to get a hold of a copy. And, and yeah, hope is what we need, isn't it? Mm. Hope for a helpless planet is the book that we have on offer today. And you alluded to, um, Nick, that some people might not believe that Jesus is coming again. I invite those of you who are really not too sure about that, to text in to our number for our offer today. So text in on 0488 880 That's our text number and text in SA. 
24. No spaces, and our, ro- will, our robot will ask you a few questions. Let me just read through the synopsis, and I invite you to to take up this offer if, if you're not sure that Jesus is coming again, because this book talks about how he will become, he will come again, and how to be ready to meet him. So it says it's an age-old question, but seldom has the need for an accurate answer been more keenly felt than today. Everywhere we turn, it seems the world is falling apart. War, political unrest, an economy teetering on the edge of disaster. We live on a helpless planet filled with people desperate for hope. But there is good news. Jesus has given us this wonderful assurance and promise. Let not your heart be troubled. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. That's in John 14, 1 and 3. So this is a book by Chris Holland. And again, um, just text in 0488-880-811-SA24 to get your copy of that book and we'll get that out to you as soon as we we can. And you can, um, if you're not too sure about things, you know, that, that book can um, give you some more details about um, what the Bible has to say about Jesus coming again and yeah. renewing. Uh, the planet. Yeah, and that's a wonderful uh, promise and that thing to to know, to have that assurance that Jesus is coming again to sort out all these uh, problems. And just before the break, uh, Tracy, you're uh, mentioning that um, uh, people are looking for all sorts of options, you know, even to go to other planet and find the uh, security there in mm. case of something goes on with this planet, which means that we believe that something is going to happen to this planet. They're Otherwise, not so sure we can fix it. Yes, yes. otherwise wouldn't uh, look uh, to uh, a different option. But what about to look to the option which God gives the one who created this world and the environment and everything else? Yes. Uh, uh, and look, it's it's easy to conclude that, um, you know, even if we were able to find a new planet that sustained life, a new way to live beyond Earth, we would eventually probably still end up in trouble the same because we are still the same ones, you know. Exactly, exactly. Unless the human heart changes, unless we render ourselves open to the Holy Spirit to transform us, then unfortunately we will end up in exactly the same place Mm. at some point. You know, maybe we would have learned from some aspects, um, but there would be others that would arise because the human heart unchanged all of its plans eventually end up in no good. And, and interesting, uh, Tracy, because you don't hear that. You know, you hear uh, of options to go to other planets, but what, do you want to bring there uh, the same crime and the same uh, struggle and the same, uh, you know, what we face here on this planet to bring it there? Because otherwise, we'll still be the same, you know. Yes, because cops addressing, you know, environment and stuff like that. But the character of people it's only Jesus that can change that. It's only the Holy Change and, the heart. And that's not being addressed anyway. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a very good point, uh, which we, yeah, we, we make here now that what about to allow Jesus to change your heart mm. and be a different person? And I believe this planet will be a different one. Um, with that in mind, uh, Tracy, time is running quickly, but let's uh, just a couple of questions if we could um, still look at. Um, while man is not converted, um, it is in his natural instinct to put himself first. And so 
any attempts to find consensus in the world are like um, to be difficult thing, you know, it's difficult thing. Uh, it all sounds a bit fatalistic and hopeless. What can we do, Tracy? Yeah. Um, when, when man, um, you know, looks to try and find a solution together, um, you know, and that's what we're finding in COP26, you know, everyone jostling for position and, and all of that kind of, kind of thing. Um, <laughs> my advice is choose the third option we put forward, and that is get yourself ready for Jesus to come and who will be creating a new heaven and a new earth. Choose to do what you need to do to be part of God's plan for renewal. And we talked about the fact that often when David comes on to share and uh, I prepare my material, the Holy Spirit seems to want to really make sure listeners hear certain things because I've got a similar, well, not a similar, the exactly the same scripture from Revelation 21 that the Holy Spirit put on my heart to share. And this is uh, all things made new. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea. So Mm. we know it's Mm. going. Then I, John, so John was was uh, in in vision, um, saw the holy city, city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle, tabernacle of God is with them, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. Mm. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death nor sorrow. Sh- Sorrow, nor crying, there shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write. So this is his, the, this is being said to John, Write these things down, for these words are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So you talked about it, Nick. Mm. A new world, but this one is not going to have all of the problems that we have, all of the sin, the, the, all of the, the consequences of yeah. sin that we, that we have here. So we're getting a, the, a better offer, not just to change the way things look, but also to change ourselves and the people who we, who we live with. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, Sometimes, uh, and most of the time, actually, I have uh, second-hand cars, you know, and uh, you do the best you can to keep it in, the, in good shape, you know, and, but mm. always something happens. How nicer is when you get a brand-new car and you have a warranty there for uh, these days, you know, six, seven years, eight yes. uh, years. Wonderful. You don't have to have worries. What about uh, a new Brand new earth, uh, brand, brand new heaven and earth with unexpired warranty. Uh, lifetime warranty. <laughs> and the eternity. lifetime's eternity. Yes. You know, that's amazing <laughs> when you look at that, uh, at those things. Um, yes, uh, Tracy, uh, but how can a person be sure 
they can be part of God's new earth. Well, we just have to follow the counsel that the word gives us. And Revelation 14:12 identifies who will be part of that new uh, new earth. And it says, "Here are the patients of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus." So it's going to be people who are followers of God, who take his commandments seriously and for whom Jesus is central. Mm. Uh, Tracy, can we summarize in few thoughts uh, this amazing you know, um, topic in which we are not able to cover it properly in, in one hour? Would it be better to simply start again? Sure. Um, as I said, you know, my advice is to choose the third option. Choose God's option, um, and and we need to prepare ourselves uh, for Jesus' return for that. I think one of the big things is to ask God to create in you a clean heart. And Psalm fifty one ten to seventeen, I'd just like to read that out. It says, "Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Uphold me by your generosity." Spirit, then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners shall be converted to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, the God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall show forth your praise. For you do not desire sacrifice or else I would give it. You do not delight in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are of a broken spirit, Mm. a broken and a contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. So that's the one thing. Have a heart changed for God. Expose yourself daily to the word. And that means setting proper time aside to build your faith. Um, You also need to ensure um, you know what the commandments say. Study to understand the counsel that God has left us in the Bible. That's been left as a treasure for us. Treat the planet well in all that is within your sphere of responsibility because this is a responsibility that God gave to man from the beginning. But we also have to remember that for the converted Christian, this is not our ultimate Home and when we need to know that that it is going to go this planet that we're on, um, just leave you with this thought in Hebrews thirteen fourteen. For this world is not our home; we are looking forward to our everlasting home in heaven. Wonderful. Thank you, uh, Tracy, for sharing with us today. And um, yeah, we thank you all the listeners for being part of this program. Now, I still want to remind you that you can get that uh, offer for uh, today, Hope for a Helpless Planet. You just need to send a text message on 048880811. And this book is yours. Free of charge and no obligation. Now, it looks like the, the time is up for today, but uh, I don't want to uh, close it here before I will invite you to come back with us uh, next time. Um, and we are going to talk uh, on a similar line, but a little bit different. Uh, God, the Bible, and a very human church. And the next subject is how do I deal with cliques? In the church, you may have that experience your own, uh, and uh, I'm encouraging you to to be part of this program. I would like to just uh, leave you with this beautiful uh, song, uh, more like you, more like Jesus. 
And I just want to, to pray before we listen to that song. Dear Jesus, help us to be more like you and allow you to work in us the change we need. You know, all the leaders of this world may want to try to change things, but you are the only one who can change, change from inside out. Thank you, Lord, for your promises. Amen. Oh 